Welcome to It Is Written Canada. Thank you for joining us here in beautiful Langley, British Columbia. Our special guests are Sandra and Ken Murphy, who faced one trial after another. Their son was murdered, and later Sandra was hit by an illness that caused her to become a double amputee and also to lose her fingers. Struggling to cope with the sadness and suffering, they went to their father in heaven for help. Ken and Sandra were not prepared for the abundant blessings and outpourings of love and support that God sent their way. Ken and Sandra, we can't wait to hear how God blessed you so lovingly in the midst of your sadness and suffering. Welcome to It Is Written Canada. Thank you. For Thank you for having us, us. and we're yes. honored to be here and tell our story and share it with you and your viewers. Yeah. Thank you. Sandra and Ken, your son Johnny was murdered and we don't want to go into the details of that. We know that you loved him very deeply. But I want to ask you the question about how did restorative justice help you? Can you tell us about that, Ken, to begin with? Well, I uh, wasn't a proponent of it. Um, I uh, held a lot of anger. Um, I wasn't in a good place at that moment in time. I uh, did a lot of praying to our Father in Heaven. And uh, I spent a lot of time with my wife in the hospital. And you do some soul searching in there. And uh, I did come to the conclusion that uh, Forgiveness um, was a good thing. It allowed me not to carry the, the baggage that I was carrying over the death of my son. Yeah, it's still difficult to talk about. How was it for you, Sandra? Restorative justice, I, I knew I had to do it. It, it, it was... Um, I wasn't as angry as Ken, but I was very hurt, fractured, and I, I kept praying and praying and praying, and then one day it hit me. I, I was really upset about my son's death and, and you know, asking God, why, why, why did we lose him and whatnot, and then I realized I'm going to turn things around and thank God for the 25 years I had with him. So I started thinking in, in that sense, and then I started to realize also that um, there's no way I could not forgive him because if I ever expect to be forgiven, how can I expect to be forgiven if I can't forgive myself, my, you know, forgive others? And it um, literally, it was like a weight lifted off my shoulder and my heart and, and it was a really good thing. I think that was when the healing really began after the restorative justice. When I asked your daughter, Jillian, about this, I expected her to say something else. The first word she said was beautiful. Mm -hmm. I said, beautiful? You lost your, your brother. She said, no, that was painful. But the process of restoration. Right. I would agree with that. Yes. Yes. And when I, um, I went to see him again, just him and I, I had some questions for him and whatnot. So the, the man who killed yes. your son. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, I just felt nothing but love for him. 
and and it was really strange because part of me was thinking how can you he killed your son but yet my heart was just aching to hug him and hold him and 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 try to help him now forgive, forgiveness in my opinion is, is for us it really helps us and like ken said you don't hold on to the baggage you don't and he was very angry and i noticed a huge difference in him mm-hmm. so i think it, it's healing it's very very healing and and I know there's unthinkable things that happen in the world, and people say I could never forgive, but um, it weighed heavily on my heart that I needed to forgive. I really needed to forgive, and and I, I think that we all need to, at some point in our lives, take a really good hard look at forgiveness and what what the true meaning of it is. And if we expect it from God, we certainly should uh, expect it from ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know. How did you both cope with all that sadness and suffering? Well, that was, I didn't really, myself, the first little while, didn't really cope with it because I was quite sick. And then as I started to get better, I spent a lot of lonely nights in the hospital thinking. And it's funny, I never, I never got angry. I was just asking why, like why God went, why did this happen to me? Mm. How did he answer your prayers? Well, I just kept thinking that God was telling me, it's okay, you, you got this, you can handle this, and I'm here. And I think how God answered my prayer um, really was my loving family and um, allowing me to live. I, I'm, in the beginning, I was so surprised that I did survive i really i was so sick i didn't want to survive but now when i look at it you know thank god i did survive right so it was very very tough but i felt in a really odd way i feel closer to god since this happened than i ever have in my life and i can't really explain why i can't um it it was just like i had a um, complete change around and complete um nothing but faith it's it's a really i I don't know how or what to say to you what it was some miracle but it was it was just such um, a really nice feeling knowing that god was with me not not like against me and people would say how can god let this happen there's so much negativity and i i didn't look at it that way you know i've had my moments i'm I'm certainly not going to lie i've had weak moments but then i remember god's with me and he saved my life, and for Ken and my family, and to be able to see them, it, it's, it's amazing. It's, I'm, I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. So Ken, how did you cope with this sadness and suffering? I, um, my wife was alive, um, just barely, and I did an awful lot of praying. I prayed to our Father in Heaven, and uh, yeah, it. Uh, how did God? How did God answer your prayers, Ken? Um, well, my wife is the love of my life is sitting right next to me. Yeah, it. Yeah, it was it was a load off, hey, sweetheart. It was. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. 
getting emotional. This, um, yeah. Can marry you. Yeah. I think he's just very. I think he's happy that I, I, I made it through, and his prayers were answered by me making it through. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't just one prayer. There was many nights. I would uh, come late from the hospital. Um, I couldn't sleep in our bed. Um, I was sleeping on the couch. Just wasn't the same without my wife, so I slept on the couch. Prayed to our father every night. And uh, yeah, he, he did answer my prayer. She made it. <laughs> now we have some issues, but she made it. Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. So, Ken and Sandra, God answered your prayers in such a beautiful way. And now, Sandra is alive, but she's a double amputee so she's lost two limbs and she's on prosthetic legs and she's lost her fingers and it's time for her to come home did you have any concerns or worries about this Ken? yes very much so um, she's gonna be in a wheelchair sometimes and sometimes she's gonna be able to walk um, so Taking that into consideration, I, I, I definitely knew that I had my work cut out for me. But what the uh, physiotherapist said was uh, there was, uh, she knew a number to a good contractor and she, uh, she was about to hand it to me and I said, no, we can't afford that. Um, I, had, uh, I had to quit my job in order to uh, in order to uh, be there for my wife, the love of my life, right? So I, I declined the contractor's number and uh, I started to work on that ramp outside. I'm not much of a carpenter, but the ramp worked. Um, we had heard about uh, this organization called Extreme Home Repair. And uh, yeah, our house needed some extreme home repair. So Sandra, can you tell us about this program, Extreme Home Repair? Well, we had heard about it uh, through our friend Bella, Bella Howitt, and she explained to us that there's this place called Church in the Valley in Langley, BC, and they have a program called Acts of Kindness. They do many things, random acts of kindness and whatnot, and they also have an extreme home repair. And that's where they, they get nominations mm -hmm. uh, from all over, and then they select who they're going to do that year. And what they will do is meet the needs of the family, whatever the requirements are. They've been around a long time. Mm -hmm. And that was an a the, another answer to our prayers, because like Ken has said about, about the construction and the ramp and whatnot, we, we had no money. I mean. We had a little bit of savings, but that was gone very quickly. 
and and we really it it wasn't going to get done. Mm-hmm. So then then to find out, uh, our friend Bella said about the extreme home repair. We were we were in shock, but we still didn't believe it was going to happen to us. So that's again God, and and we we were doubtful. And my friend said, "Keep praying. It's it's going to happen. Keep praying." So we did. We did, and and this is it. Mm-hmm. It's um, and this house is re- built with love. You know, you can feel it when you walk in. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's built with love. It's an amazing thing that they've done. As you can see here, we're, we're fully engaged in rebuilding this home. I don't know, I just like to uh, the satisfaction. Go up to hold over a canopy roof that comes over. Oh, this wow. is where the poles sit on. Oh, cool. The finished product, you get to see what you did. While you're working on it, you just get to think a lot about everything. It's really therapeutic. Well, I don't know how we were chosen, but I know how we were nominated. A, a very dear friend of ours, um, her name is Bella Howitt, worked at the uh, kids' breakfast club at an elementary school in Aldergrove, and one of the women from Church and Valley also worked there. and. Bella had mentioned that her neighbor about 20 years previous, I think when it first started, had, had some um, extreme home repair done. So Bella just suggested or asked her, do you, do you guys still do that? And she said, of course we do. So um, she told her how to get in touch with and, and nominate us. So Bella nominated us. Unfortunately, Bella is no longer with us. But, uh, we uh, so thankful to her and her two sisters. It was the three of them that collaborated and, and nominated us. So mm-hmm. it was pretty amazing. And, and to even think, like I said, we, we were both talking about it and saying, I don't know, who, who does that? 
Like who really who does that? I, I I'm I am so we're so blessed that that Church in the Valley does that because look look at what we have now, right? Well, we wanted to bring you this uh, because you guys are the most deserving people I know. And I wanted to congratulate you because you're the winners of the contest. Oh, wow. You're the Act of Kindness family for 2020. Wow. And it couldn't happen to a nicer, deserving family. And I love you guys so much. That's amazing. Congratulations. We believe that you guys really deserve a, a Christmas to remember. You've had a rough go. That what we're going to do amongst the help of, of, of hundreds of others and businesses that have compassion and want to make a difference in your lives. So Ken and Sandra, you now were able to come to your new home. What was it like? It was amazing. Um, right from the ramp, uh, the exterior of the house, uh, interior, wider hallways, uh, larger bathroom for my wife. Um, just amazing. Uh, the kitchen, now she can work around the kitchen if she chooses. And uh, just amazing. Eh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, wow. I was completely blown <laughs> away. Completely <laughs> blown away. It, it, like I've said before, they just went above and beyond. Just wait right over the top didn't miss a thing mm -hmm. so and we're finding little things every day that that we didn't notice before so mm -hmm. yeah so it's uh and again who did this who does this this is amazing this is god yes this is god working through people and uh it's certainly not, there's no other answer for it really i know from talking to the volunteers they feel like they're probably more blessed than you are because in giving we are we are tremendously blessed mm -hmm. and uh, so you allowed people to be blessed by allowing them to to bless you and that's something ken and i have learned um mm -hmm. we we all our lives have have done different things to help others and, and we've been very generous with with people in our lives and and loving and our, our doors have always been open but we've never had it the other way around, so it, it it's humbles you. Yeah, it's certainly very it, humbling. We had to yes. learn to be gracious and, and actually believe that this is, you know, this is okay to, to accept this. And um, it's definitely like God working in people's lives. Yeah. Mm -mm. And the volunteers, they're, they're just amazing. And, and I do believe that, I do believe that because they were uh, so happy in the end and their smiles were so sincere and uh, 
just couldn't thank them enough. Couldn't. Um, they were very proud showing us certain things that they did, and um, yeah. So, um, Sandra, what is your favorite part of the house? Well, I love the entire house, and um, I don't really want to say I like one thing better than the other, but my, my favorite is the bathroom, is my washroom. Um, because of the shower, I can now just go in and sit in the chair and have a comfortable shower, and most of it I can do myself. I still need Ken's help, but I can do most of it myself. And I can wheel in there, and I can brush my teeth, and I can, it, it's just perfect. It's perfect for me, as opposed to what we had before. I couldn't, I just couldn't function properly. So the bathroom is my favorite. And what about you, Ken? Um, well, yes, the bathroom as well, but uh, when I, first came into the house, me and Sandra, I could feel the love that put this place together. It was, uh, yeah, it was amazing. Um, but most definitely, um, the bathroom, the wider hallways, it, it's just amazing. It's and our favorite. new fireplace. Is that your favorite? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. It's hard to say what we have one thing. It's just amazing what, what's been done here. If you could say something to the volunteers, what would it be? Well, I'd like to take them all and just hug them and squish them and say, I love you so much and thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. I, I, words don't even cut it, you know, I just thank you so much. And, mm -hmm. um, like I say, we're looking forward to next year to being a part of that team and paying it forward to someone else. So. Mm -hmm. But the volunteers, uh, they do it so graciously. They, you know, that nobody's grunting about it or, or, you know, it's not a competition. I did this and I did that. They were also, how do you like your home? Like, oh, I love it. What do you mean, how do I like my home? I love it. And I just, uh, I would love to have all of them here one day when we can after the when the, the number of people you can have in your home is increased, I certainly would like to have a celebration with the volunteers. Uh, so many people put their heart and soul into it just, yeah. just to see our lives made better. I, I don't know what I would say other than thank you and I love you and thank God and keep up the good work. It's a great, great program that they have. It's, mm -hmm. it's amazing. Like I don't think anyone across the country has such a thing. So. You know, and maybe say to the public, come on, get, get one going in every city. Acts of kindness and um, let's start loving each other again and showing each other. Because that's one thing they really showed us, that love. And that's just really warmed our hearts, mm -hmm. the love. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we've made lifelong friends too. They will be in our lives forever. So God has really blessed you in such an amazing way and from listening to your story, you have really experienced the healing power of love yes. and what yeah. love can do. So, For sure. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we have come to the end of our program. And so, Sandra, I wonder if you could please pray for us. Sure. Okay. Um, Father in heaven, I just want to thank you for this interview today and for the show it is written, spreading the word of your influence and your power and how you 
can change lives and make a difference. I thank you for the Church in the Valley and all the volunteers of the Extreme Home Program. Thank you for anyone involved in, in making our lives easier. And I just pray that we all as humans continue to love one another and help one another and, and do, do our best every day and serve you. And I pray all this and ask in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Ken and Sandra, thank you so much for sharing your story on It Is Written Canada. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. And thank, thank you, Church in the Valley. <laughs> <laughs> From the bottom of our hearts, thank yes. you, volunteers, and thank you, guys. Friends, Sandra and Ken experienced the healing power of love. And this is the title of our free offer today, The Healing Power of Love. When Jesus met those who had no hope, he offered help with gentle kindness. The healing power of love reveals how every moment is a treasure to be spent making someone's life better and heaven more real. And this is our free offer for you today. We want you to experience the truth that is found in the words of Jesus when he said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. to bless all of these people including our family never in a million years would we expect for something like this to happen and we are so grateful and this is the miracle that we were praying for Main, the main thing I think in the end is just seeing the look on the people's faces and uh, you know saying hey you know we're doing our part and under God's grace and helping out our community I think it's a, a wonderful thing. So I'm excited to see them coming home and seeing all of this finally completed after such a long wait and just blessing them with the, just yes, the generosity of spirit that we are known for as acts of kindness. Every year when the family comes home and they, I see the look on their face and I see the tears in their eyes. We are keeping it tight. We're trying to help the less fortunate and people that have fallen on hard times and get them back up on their feet. 
Now this year we got two wheelchair ramps going in, and those are crucial when you're when you're confined to a chair. So to be able to deliver this to a family, you know, it's, it speaks beyond words. It's you know it's going to be like life changing. A thousand, she, this is what she said. It's going to be life changing. Have been lifted off their shoulders, and they can yeah, see yeah. they can see a future. Yeah. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to watch a video of this podcast, please visit iiw.ca or you can go to our IIW Canada YouTube channel and click on the videos tab. Once again, thank you so much for listening.